Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Maura Sweeney. Welcome back to Savvy Broadcasting Life Unscripted. We're so grateful to have you here. I think you came here, oh my gosh, it must have been four years already, and you visited wonderfully. You've got to come to New York and visit with our family here. It's such a blessing. But we're so grateful to have you here today to talk about a topic we never talked about, the age of disclosure and how to put yourself out there wisely. Uh, There's uh, the age of technology. We often are now talking online. Uh, We're, you know, phone call, email, all of that. But how do you put yourself out there that is safe, not only for your business, but how people perceive you in the best way for your business, your personal life, and your branding? So thank you so much for it. How are you? I am great. And I have to tell you, Christina, I'm so happy to join you again. I think you were one of the first shows that ever interviewed me several years ago when I first started writing. And so I know we've stayed in touch and how great to know we're both at it. We're both out there sharing our ideas with the rest of the, uh, the culture. Yeah, so thanks for having me on. Oh, you betcha. You betcha. So you've done speaking and training and you are the gal that brings happiness and telling people and sharing with them that you know, no matter where you are in life, happiness is where it's at. And you know, no matter what your situation is, if you use happiness, anything's possible. So true. You know what? A lot of times we think happiness is external and happiness is something that we're waiting for rather than happiness being a choice. Do you know, right now, I know we're going to be uh, going public a few months from now, but right now we're in the thick of everybody staying away from each other because of this coronavirus. Now, many people are panicking. Maybe some people have reason if they feel like they're very sick right now. And obviously, if you know if they're out of work or something, but at the same time, Christina, just to give you a little perspective, when we focus in on not so much what we don't have or what we're panicking about, but rather what are some new opportunities I have here? And what does this open for me to do? We can switch our energy. We switch our outlook. And a lot of times, I don't, I've found this over the course of my life, we turn on brand new solutions and opportunities that we didn't know existed because we were so much in a tunnel, constantly burrowing in the same direction. And uh, should I give you an example right now of what's awesome? Oh, yeah, go for it. Good. Just this, this kind of goes right into the idea of happiness. And by the way, when people are happy, Harvard University has found through their own studies, and I know this is the case with me, when people are happy, they can perform up to 50% better in whatever it is they're doing. So that attitude, that mindset, and that choice is so powerful. But I'll tell you this, my husband had gotten quite ill with what could have been a coronavirus before it ever came in. And it really laid him flat after days in the hospital. Uh There wasn't really much he could do, but out of the blue, he got an idea about a book to write that has taken him probably back for 20 years of experience. This book is on the history of Masters Basketball, which is what he does. He does it on an international level. And so I said, imagine this, Jimmy, if 
you didn't have this low time in your life, this time when you couldn't be as active as normally, you wouldn't have been able to put together this book. And it's moving together at rapid fire, uh, fire speed and making so many people get together, talk about great things. And so it, a lot of times that happiness can put us in a position to find new opportunities, new creative outlets, and new answers to things we didn't even know we were looking for. Yeah, you are so right, Maura. It's interesting, many years ago, well, actually, not that many years ago, I was in a position where a lot of things around me were rather negative, and I like to seem happy-go-lucky, and people always say that, you're always so happy, you're so happy, but when you're in the midst of kind of a negative environment, it can kind of drain you, and what I did in that environment is I started carrying around with me a gratitude journal that... I actually started giving, and this is interesting, I forgot the name of the book I wrote, but it said, give thanks to even the things that are challenging in your life, which I was like, I, 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 I feel good for things that I like, not things I don't like. But I started being grateful even for, you know, the difficult people or maybe the negative experiences and negative people around me. And it shifted my mindset to seeing, you know, well, they're negative, but maybe there's a reason for it and being more what's the word more like understanding to the yes. situation and the people around me. Like you sometimes will see difficult people and like, why are they so nasty? But then you begin to realize, okay, maybe there's something behind it. I don't see, I don't need to see, but the point is I can have more empathy and, um, Compassion, compassion, exactly. understanding, wisdom. I know it's funny. I was thinking about our conversation today, and those were some of the words that I brought out. We could go through some of our most challenging places in life, and we grow in wisdom and in compassion and understanding of others who might be going through some of their difficult times. But we, you started asking me, I don't know whether I brought you off, about leading wisely in the age yes. of disclosure. Very important. And a lot of this goes into it because think about how many times people run businesses, run their lives, and they have a certain persona that is their public persona or their business persona. And what they don't realize is we are in an age of disclosure. Everything hidden is coming out in the open. And if we want to be a long-form player in life as well as business and reputation, then we need to be taking more of a long-form look in terms of marrying up our value system and what we claim to believe with everything we put out there and everything we do behind closed doors. Because everything behind those closed doors, it's not like 20 years ago. Yeah. Everybody has a camera. They are filming Google's watching you and those kinds of things that we thought we were hiding from ourselves, hiding maybe sometimes from family, hiding from the law, whatever. It is all coming out there. Yeah. What's interesting about you mentioning this is that I had heard someone say a couple of years ago that everyone lives the perfect life on Facebook. I wish I had their life, they said to me. And I said, well, you know what? It's, it's plastic. A lot of the people that what was being portrayed at that point online was often falsehood. It wasn't true. People were trying to make themselves look the movie style. I've got everything going on. And, and the point was a lot of times their life wasn't all that amazing. And when I would start talking to people on the side or they come on the show and they share their difficulty, this is what people really want to see. They don't want to see the plastic life. They don't want to see that everything's perfect. They actually want to see the reality. What are you going through? How are you working through it? What are your challenges? That lends to, oh, I get it. I'm going through that too. Or, oh, thanks for sharing that. Now I know how I could go through my difficulty. You've given me some solutions, some ideas. 
You know something? I agree. And I don't know if this is the changing era that we're all in. There was the Hollywood era. There was the, you know, the era that everybody was buying from um, Madison Avenue where everything was perfect, right? Mm -hmm. The women used to clean their house with pumps and pearls on. (laughs) But that era is clearly gone. And this is another thing too, Christina. I've always kind of been this way, um, but I see it coming out more in terms of, where we're moving as a society. Mm. People want what's real. There's something about things that minister to the heart, the soul, the things that unite us together in the human condition that really bring us together and make us feel better because that's how we relate to each other and that's how we help each other to grow. That's how we can encourage each other through, through challenging times. And so I think... That's another thing, too, with this new era. Yes, maybe social media moved out and everybody looked like they were perfect and playing perfect. But here's the thing. Those people playing the role of perfect who are not in the background, Mm -hmm. sometimes they put themselves in a position where others are looking to say, oh, they're really not. Let me prove that they're not. Mm -hmm. So why not find ways to be more authentic but also more harmonized and less judgmental? You know, if you look back in time, and we see it happening all the time, a lot of people that want to judge everybody else out there because they're not perfect, those are oftentimes the people that get exposed as having had so many skeletons in their closet. That's an old expression. But they close the closet, they put together this veneer, and yet once you opened up their closet, you'd find a lot of the things they were speaking against were the very activities they were involved in, or maybe some of the personal weaknesses that they had. Mm -hmm. And I think we're really at the era, are you ready for this, of truth. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy, you hit one really, really hard. It's so true. Uh, Many years ago, when I started my business, I had written a blog called 101 Mistakes and What I Learned in Business. And a friend of mine said, oh, my gosh, you can't can't put this out there. You're going to never get business. And basically, it was all the mistakes I've been making up to then and continue to make and learn from. And, you know, it was the opposite. People are like, oh, I really like this. Oh, are you going to make this a book? And guess what? I just did. After 10 years, it became a book, having it made. It just launched last month or this month. We're still in March. Oh, my gosh. Um, But, yeah, earlier in the month. But the deal is people want to hear your mistakes, but not just that you had mistakes or made mistakes, but that you're a continually evolving human being as we all are. We, we don't all have the answer. We didn't, oh, I, I made it. It's done. That, that was the whole point of having it made is that it's really your definition. It's an ongoing journey. It's not boom, we, success, we're here. No, it's an ongoing journey. I agree. And here's another thing too. Years ago, um, I was a recruiter, an executive level recruiter. So we're recruiting, let's say, GMs and vice presidents for Fortune 500 companies. One of the key questions I would always ask, tell me one of the biggest mistakes you ever made and what you've learned from it. And I'll tell you, people that couldn't point to their mistakes um, or didn't want to admit to their mistakes, I felt were the people that would be less likely to be able to manage through a crisis or manage through a problem because they were usually ego-bound and they needed to be perfect. But those who could share challenges and how they navigated through them and the learning experiences actually would always show me, and of course I would use it to translate to a client company, that they were the ones who, after having gone through something challenging, would have the chutzpah to go through it again and to work hard and to solve an issue rather than trying to protect the self or cover up for a mistake. And that's the thing, Christina, I agree with you wholeheartedly. 
people today, they're looking for a level of honesty because within the honesty comes a sense of trust. Not to mention the fact that it's like, yeah, I've been there too. And this is a person that if they do make a mistake, will be most likely to work with me, admit it, and we'll work around it. Yeah, that, that is so true. I remember that exact question you're at, uh, you, you would ask people at interviews. I remember being asked that question many years ago, looking for work. And it's funny, uh, I would often try to come up with the surfacey, glassy, what sounds good. Oh, I'm a perfectionist. You know, <laughs> that's my biggest flaw. I'm like bull crappers, you know? <laughs> you know, but I was always told, make it sound fluffy and nice, the negative into a positive. And they're, well, what is that, you know, so-called perfection look like. And actually, I would say that I did want to strive for perfection and it would put me in a position of high stress when I didn't need to be stressed sometimes. Um, But the better option is like, okay, here's an actual mistake I made on the job premises, but here's how I fixed it. It's a much better way to approach a question like that than, I'm just a perfectionist, it's my biggest weakness. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. And you know, I'm sure so many people were trained to answer that way. But you know what, think about this. The perfectionist would be somebody who'd be so afraid to make a mistake, meaning so afraid to try something new versus the one that said, you know what? I'm really creative. I love to solve problems and I tried one way and it didn't work. So I tried it another way and it did. Mm -hmm. So um, again, I just really, maybe it's me, maybe it's you, but I see society as a whole moving and gravitating and evolving your word into this greater level of unification of who do I think I am and who really am I? What are some of my greatest talents and skills? What do I bring to the table? And I'm trying to be my best, which means I'm in a process of growing and like what a great place to be when you're working with other people, right? Absolutely. This is like the best time to be a business owner, I think, and the best time to grow as a person. Let's say you you don't want to start business. Not everyone does, but hey, it's the best time for you to grow as a person that there's just so many opportunities that we had someone on recently who had a disaster happened in his life and decided on a because of desperateness and that's often how a lot of the people come to savvy is they said I was really desperate I had to start a business because I got cancer or my kids went off to college and I lost my job or whatever it is that they had to shift and this disaster caused him to find what became a side hustle and then became a very lucrative business. So, I mean, you never, never know, but just the growth and the personal growth can bring you to places, maybe not business-wise, but places you might have not expected even personally. Yeah, that's very true. But then that almost goes right back to where we started with how are you looking at life? Did something terrible happen or are you seeing an opportunity? Did whatever happened to you now open you up to new things that you can do and experiment with? Sometimes people, even myself included, I found skills that I didn't know I had when I was no longer working in corporate management and suddenly realized everything I needed to do in business, I was either going to hire somebody or I was going to learn it on my own. I ended up becoming so much more jack of several trades. I won't say all because trust me, there are many I can't do, but my confidence, my resilience, um, my creativity, um, has just so increased over the years. So you could see things we don't have open us up to new pathways to things that we could learn and grow in. 
Absolutely, Maura. Now, for someone out there, let's say I don't know what my skills are. I don't know where to begin to find opportunities. You get in this kind of groove where you don't even know where to look for opportunities. Where would you suggest they even start? Ooh, good question. I'm going to answer it as I do several people when I'm, when I'm out speaking. I'll always ask people to close their eyes, breathe heavily as in to relax, you know, and to get thoughts away from the head, put your hand on your heart which connects you with your soul. Mm. And I'll just invite people to go to a, a time in their life that made them happy. Now, I'll tell you why this is so important, Christina. Mm. People oftentimes get so wrapped around their own axle of busyness that they don't know what they like, what they can do. They don't even know who they are anymore. But if you just ask them that simple question, close your eyes, relax, breathe, and find a place that made you happy, and the moment a smile comes on your face, mm -hmm. hold on to it because there are within that place, that space, there are elements that so resonate with your interests, your passions, and your energies. Mm -hmm. And if you can connect some of those things that made you happy with jobs with pursuits. I'll tell you what I do today as an international speaker on topics of leadership and also I'm a writer and traveling a lot came from my earliest childhood memories. I saw a typewriter and I thought, oh, this is how I could write words and print things up to make people talk about new things. I loved airplanes and the ideas of travel. I travel now internationally and speak on my favorite topic, which is leadership. Because when I was small, I loved President Kennedy in the White House. So there were my happy places as a little child. Mm -hmm. I put them together mm -hmm. and I turned them into something that became a pursuit and a persona and a voice for myself. So people out there, maybe they love to invent. Maybe they're creative and love to cook or they're, they, they're in design studios. Whatever those things are that they could connect with, if they could find those strings and find ways to exercise themselves around them and put a few things together, yeah. they actually, you'll appreciate this because of savvy business and brands. What'll happen is that they won't be just a commodity doing something, but as they connect it with things that really speak for them, they will take it, let's say, a commodity service or a commodity business, and they'll turn it into a brand because it will have their special value, vision, spice. Mm. And that's something when it's worked over and over and over again, you become your own unique brand like me. I used to write about what made people happy yeah. and travel a lot, and someone gave me the title Ambassador of Happiness. There wasn't one. How many public speakers are there out there? And how many people try to motivate people, right? Or yeah, how many yeah. people speak on leadership? But when I combine this whole idea of travel and happiness and happiness from the inside out, eventually became a brand. So that would be my advice to others in terms of, turning themselves into their own brand. It's, that's awesome. It's awesome. Because when you truly, when you go at it from an authentic point of view, and I find this to be very important. I know we talked about this personally, is that when you really go build yourself, find out what jives you, what makes you happy, what is your bliss? Uh, but it takes time. And it's sometimes not a, a one, oh, it's going to be five minutes. I found my bliss. We're done. No, it's going to be an, a process that's going to take some time, but it's going to be a worthwhile process. I, I really encourage all the viewers, listeners to take. But, you know, we could go on for hours. I know we have because you've been over here for dinner. It's been awesome. But uh, let everyone know where they can find out more about you, hire you. How could they do that? 
Easiest way to find me is at my website, which is my name, Maura, M as in Mary, A-U-R-A, followed by the number four and the letter U, Maura4U.com, because whoever you are, I'm for you. Uh, and you could find my blogs. My podcast is Maura Sweeney, Living Happy Inside Out. But on my website, you'll even be able to connect with me if you'd like to hire me. Um, in fact, that is one thing I love to do. I love not only to serve as a keynote, but also to do uh, workshops for people who really want to bring themselves up to the next level of influence, leadership, and literally changing their world from the inside out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2020, turn your life inside out for happiness, baby. Thank you, Laura. I just have to thank you again for coming to Savvy Broadcasting today. Thank you. Thank you. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.